Good afternoon, good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Oil360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. Want to welcome you back to another edition of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty Series. In this series, we have the pleasure of speaking with the brand leaders about what they are seeing in customer channel and brand loyalty. Today, we have the pleasure of speaking with John Sellers. He's the Head of Rewards at Bank of America. John, how are you today? I'm doing great, Mark. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for taking the time to talk with us today. Uh, first off, uh, we'd like to uh, start these off to know, get to know a little more about uh, those we're speaking with. So uh, we'd love to know a little bit more about you, all you do at Bank of America, and maybe a fun fact uh, about yourself, a passion, an interest you have. Absolutely. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, so I've been in Bank of America 20 plus years. Um, I'm the rewards executive. So I manage all our relationship rewards programs. Um, and our credit card rewards redemption um, relationships. So, and that scan spans across the entire industry. So whether that's Bank of America, Merrill or private bank. Um, and of course our relationship customers are um, our most valuable customers, right? We have over 9 million clients enrolled in our preferred rewards programs and they carry about 1.4 trillion in assets. So. These are our very best customers, and uh, you know we want to continue to maintain that relationship and, and grow it even further. Okay, great. When you look at uh, Bank of America, I'm sure most people are familiar with Bank of America, but could you give us that short history of Bank of America and kind of what you guys do and how you do it? Yeah, absolutely. So you know the oldest parts of our country of our uh, company extend back 240 years, right? And we've come together from a, a bunch of different sources to what we are today. Um, you know, we were a company united to make the financial lives better um, through the power of every connection. Um, our stories about the impact clients can, and communities can have and the progress that they can make. Um, and we're here to help and serve them, right? So it really starts with a single idea uh, for our company across all eight lines of business. Um, that's core to our legacy of capabilities and servicing of servicing over the last 240 years. And, and that's really, what would you like the power to do? So whatever our clients' dreams are, we're here to help service them and help them reach those goals. Okay, great. Uh, you recently uh, received a couple of awards at the 2021 Loyalty 360 Awards uh, at the Expo a couple of weeks back. Yeah. You received a platinum award in the B2B customer loyalty uh, category and a silver in the innovation and personalization category. Yeah. Obviously, you guys are doing a, a good deal to keep your program uh, very unique, engaging, uh, but also uh, beneficial to you and the customers. So can you tell us a little bit about the uh, B2B customer loyalty entry? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> first of all, we really enjoyed we enjoyed the conference. I thought you guys did a nice job. Um, it was great to you know interact with a bunch of folks uh, from across the loyalty space and and learn a few things along the way too. Um, I think you know from the B two B category, certainly um, you know small business matter small business relationships really matter to us, and and it's important for our small business um, partners to have or to have a trusted partner, right? And preferred rewards for business demonstrates our commitment to that relationship, right? It is a, a really great program for our small business clients. It's, it's born of voice of customer research, right? Where clients told us they wanted um, a program that provides them real value, 
um, recognizes their relationship, grows as their business grows. Um, so we've created this very comprehensive program, 10 plus products uh, and services in terms of uh, perks and benefits for our clients. Um, there's three tiers in the program, so it incentivizes our clients to do more. Um, and, you know, as a result, we've seen a, a, a tremendous response, right? Um, we've seen the, the program grow. We've seen um, great behaviors from our clients, increment, uh, increased satisfaction, which drives to increased retention, um, as well as deepening, whether it's through assets or new products and solutions. Um, generally speaking, one out of every three, uh, three clients that enrolls in the program will buy a new product or solution right then and there at enrollment. Um, and in return, we're providing these clients a, a really um, good value proposition. So the average client earns about $450 uh, per year out of the program. And the more you do with us, the more you get. So for instance, if you, if you have a credit card with us and you're an active credit card user, when you look at the value preferred rewards for business gives and the credit card, you're talking on average, it's about $2,000 a year. And then if you tack on say other services like our merchant processing services and the discount that we offer there for members of the program, you're up to 2,500. And really, you know, the sky's the limit. We have, we have many clients earning tens and thousands of dollars in rewards. Um, and we continue to, you know, build and improve the program, which is the great thing, right? We're not uh, resting on our laurels. Um, you know, we continue to offer new uh, products and services. And just recently in, in May of last year, we offered a really neat thing with, um, we did some member only exclusive li live stream sessions with Damon John, right, from Shark Tank. And that was really cool. Our, our members really got a lot out of that. Uh, you know, we talked about the future of small businesses. We talked about managing and pivoting through COVID and then how to take your business to the next step. And, um, you know, our clients really appreciated that. And we're gonna to continue to do more of that stuff. Okay, great. You also uh, received a silver for the preferred rewards program, uh, which is the first no fee program of its kind and recognizes and rewards clients uh, across the you know the Bank of America portfolio. You touched on that a little bit. Um, can you talk a little bit more about the, the, the program, the innovation that you're continuing to put forth in that program? Yeah, I think I think a lot of that we focused around personalization and, and innovation, right? And um, you know, certainly our clients like things that are personal uh, to them. It's more relevant. It's more timely. Um, it helps you know further that that drive of satisfaction and engagement and deepening. Um, and we continue to build on those capabilities, right? We have, um, you know, one of the things we do is we do a hyper-personalized smart video for our clients every year that tells them the value that they're getting out of the program. Um, we're also, um, you know, continue to expand our offers to our clients. So we have something called Bank of Mayor deals, uh, which are discounts for our clients at, uh, you know, popular retailers, service companies, et cetera. And we continue to expand those, make those more relevant, um, more personalized for our clients. Um, and then even on the, on the Merrill side, right, we do things like personalized portfolio stories where we, we talk about a client's uh, individual uh, portfolio and, and really sort of put that in a, in a layman's sort of uh, perspective. 
And then, of course, we have Erica, right, which is our virtual AI-driven uh, assistant. It's won many awards out there. It provides our clients personalized guidance 24-7 through our mobile app. And, and we've adopted that in the reward structure where we have Erica tee up uh, rewards opportunities, whether it's, um, you know, reminding a client of the rewards value that they've received or whether, whether it's telling them about available rewards that they can take advantage now. Um, to all sorts of other things, right? Fraud alerts, talking to clients about duplicate charges, et cetera. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's just another way that we continue to personalize that relationship with our clients. Absolutely. And it's uh, uh, a little bit of feedback there. I've talked to probably 40, 50 people uh, post-conference and everyone seemed to rave about Erica. It's come up in uh, no less than half of the conversation. So it definitely made an impact uh, on, on the attendees of the conference for sure, how you guys were you're talking about your personalization efforts and how you're using AI because AI, as you know, can be kind of a, a quagmire. It can either work very well or it can be very challenging for organizations. And obviously what you guys are doing is very impactful. Yeah, you know, actually we're, we're just going to, we're going to send out our year-end video at the beginning of February. And one of the coolest things with Erica is when you log into our app, it tees it up right there and it says, Hey, Mark, would you like to listen to your, uh, you know, your, your personalized video right there. So it's, you know, we're excited about all the things that we're doing with Erica now and all the things that we're going to do in the future. That's great. Uh, when you look at your loyalty program, I, it's very encompassing. It touches uh, in, in a number of uh, different pieces of the organization and also with, with the clients. You know, what are two or three things that you think that, that are working well for your program? Yeah, um, well, well, certainly, you know, we see, you know, we see the satisfaction from our clients, right? You know, just the, the fact that clients are, <clears throat> you know, they, they, they like the value. They they um, appreciate the value that we're giving them, and they show that in their satisfaction levels. So we see satisfaction levels, you know, generally 100 to 100 150 basis points higher, right, than than our competition or our baseline, I guess I would say. Um, and then that leads to a higher retention level, right? So, <clears throat> you know, our our retention in our in our preferred for our preferred rewards members is over 99%. And that's about 150 basis points higher than our baseline. And that's really important when you're talking about clients with 100 with an average balance of about $100,000, right? And then the third thing would be deepening, right? So, you know, we see our clients bring us more assets, generally speaking, we see about $10,000 uh, over the course of the first 12 months. And then, you know, like I mentioned before, they're, they're buying more products and solutions. They buy a lot of new products at enrollment, but then they continue to buy more products as well. Um, so they, they generally, they have, you know, actually they have four plus products on average, these, these members, and that's two times more than a non-enrolled member. Okay, great. When you look at customer loyalty, uh, very important to more and more organizations, uh, more front and center than ever has been. You know, we love to talk to brands to understand how they define customer loyalty and then what it means to their organization. So what does customer loyalty mean to you and to Bank of America? Yeah, I think, you know, a lot of people talk about emotional loyalty and things like that. To me, it's more important to talk about meaning. It's a meaningful connection between us and the client, right? And I think that's a byproduct, byproduct of the value that clients feel we bring to the table, right? And 
you know, depending on the client, their perspective on value can differ, right? It could be, it could be a client experience, whether that's in our, one of our 4,300 financial centers or one of our contact centers. It could be a client relationship that they have with one of our advisors or one of our personal bankers. Um, it could be part of our uh, digital client experience. It could be part of the rewards value that we're giving. I think bottom line, um, um, clients are loyal because they feel a strong sense of value. Absolutely. That, that's a great way to wrap it up for sure. Uh, the value exchange is uh, uh, you know, very important. And again, it's something that you guys do an amazing job with. So that, that's uh, always great to see. When, when you look at personalization, you talked about some of the personalization efforts you have, understanding the customers. I know you've added a number of different reward and engagement opportunities to the programs to do that. Uh, to enable that. So when you look at the challenges or opportunities of personalization, how do you guys approach that? Yeah, I think, you know, I, I think having the right, uh, you know, the right tools and systems, right, to manage and, and mine all that massive amount of data is, is, is a big challenge. And especially when it comes from different systems, right? right. You know, to give you an idea to pull together the program that we're talking about here, preferred rewards across our different lines of business and product owners, except we have 43 different systems that we work with. Right. So, you know, pulling that into, uh, you know, ideally it would be one single unified source of client data. Right. And that always isn't the case. So that's always a challenge having the right tools to manage that data, et cetera. Um, and then I think, you know, as we think about personalization and we, we, we want to put relevant and timely things in front of our client, it's, you know, certainly we're all using sort of first party data, right? We're looking at the, the behavior of our clients um, and, and figuring out, you know, what they're transacting is or what they're interested in, where they're spending time and sort of getting a picture of what we think the client is most interested in. Um, but I think, you know, bringing in, having that, that leverage of zero party data, right, which is, you know, data that, that clients are sharing with you voluntarily is really important. And using that like together in a smart way and capturing that and then being able to use that in your tactics and things like that. So one of the things that we have that's uh, a really new tool here or a really cool tool is, is LifePlan, right? And LifePlan is a, a tool that's available in our digital space, right? And our desktop and our, and our mobile app. And it's all about helping clients with their short-term and long-term uh, goals, right? So we help them identify what their goals are. We provide personal guidance on how to reach those goals. We connect them with our specialists, you know, to, to, to help them, you know, get to where they wanna be. Um, but that gives us an insight to that zero party data and okay. being able to use that, especially more in the future, um, I think is, is, a, is a real challenge, but also an opportunity. Excellent. When you look at uh, partnerships, uh, personalization is and partnerships are two of the most relevant and uh, kind of topical discussions we have right now within the audience of the 360. So you guys obviously do an amazing job with personalization, but partnerships are, are more and more important as well from a brand perspective. Uh, and I know that you guys have, are looking at that in a unique way. How have you traditionally looked at partnerships and what do partnerships mean 
to your customer loyalty efforts? Yeah. Um, yeah, well, you know, we're, we, we're very open to partnerships. Historically, the, the enterprise has always done a lot of partnerships. You've seen things with, you know, Tory Burch on Empowering Women. You see Kevin Burns. We've, you know, partnered with him on various documentaries. When you talked about the loyalty side, historically, we've had a lot of partners, especially in the credit card space with redemption, whether it's helping us with cash and travel, gift card redemptions. We've done it in the offer space with our Bank of Mayor deals and partners there. I think now we're just, you know, we're really sort of, you know, increasing that. We're doing more direct direct partnerships, right? Whether it's offers uh, directly with partners out there and not going through an aggregator and things like that. We've done a few in, with Preferred Rewards members around AARP and HelloFresh. And then also, you know, we are getting into more lifestyle benefits, right? And to deliver that lifestyle benefits are generally, you know, uh, luxury discounts on uh, whether it's retail or health and wellness, security, things like that, or it could be sort of bespoke experiences that clients can take advantage of. You're going to see us doing a lot more around that with partnerships. In fact, um, you'll see us uh, sh shortly here coming out with 20 plus partnerships in that sort of space with our uh, for our preferred rewards members. That's awesome. That's great. It, it, it's definitely an area of interest. And I think that you mentioned uh, a very salient point is making sure they're uh, targeted to the bank, right? So there's a number of aggregators out there, but that doesn't allow you as the head of a very successful program to customize it and understand the clients in a unique way that can work for both brands, right? So getting them from an affiliate network or from an aggregator doesn't allow you to necessarily, you know, customize that content, that offer, that, uh, you know, programmatic piece in a way that you're doing. So it's great to hear. Right. And you can, and you can, and you can change the type of offer, right? It doesn't always have to be, you know, a discount here, or whatever, like we could incent clients, you know, to do things with us as well. Right. Whether it's signing up for our, you know, online banking or, um, you know, going paperless or things like that. Right. So. Absolutely. Uh, and a lot of discussion a couple weeks ago at the, the conference around customers changing, going through COVID and how brands are adapting to that change. How do you think your uh, customers are changing within your programs or maybe in banking in general? And how is Bank of America adapting to that change? Yeah, well, I mean, the obvious one is I think customers are moving more towards the digital space, right? Certainly the health crises has sort of accelerated that. Um, and you know, we have, we have over 40 million digital users, right? Over 32 million mobile active users. And, you know, our capabilities have been, you know, have been best in class and we won many awards for sort of our, our own online and mobile banking apps. So we continue to build on those capabilities, right? We continue to invest, you know, we're doubling down in our investment, you know, we mentioned Erica. Erica has 23 million users now, right? Wow. We have Zelle, you know, 15 million users. I just mentioned LifePlan. On the rewards front, right, we have My Rewards, which is a, <clears throat> a centralized hub in our digital space where you can go and see everything rewards related, right? It will give you the value 
sort of an, an aggregated value of what you've been earning year to date or prior year. And then it will let you take a deeper dive into preferred rewards or our bank of merit deals or our credit card rewards. So you can really sort of have a one-stop shop. So I think, you know, that's what we're doing and our clients are responding to that, right? Even when you think of more of our, our high net worth clients, right? Almost 80% of Merrill households are digitally active. Uh, over 80% of our private bank households are digitally active, right? So the more we invest, the more we get clients over to the digital um, uh, platform, they enjoy it and, and it's efficient for us as well. Okay, great. When you look at uh, KPIs, measurement is very important uh, for brands and our customer loyalty to one to get more investment, but also to make sure the program's performing to a manner that, that you would you want it. You know, what KPIs do you look at and measure uh, with regard to the success of your customer experience and customer loyalty efforts? Yeah, I think, you know, I mentioned a few, but, you know, certainly client satisfaction, certainly retention, um, um, certainly deepening in terms of, and I think deepening is sort of the ultimate in terms of new products, new solution sales, card spend, asset accumulation. I think another one that's really important, especially when it comes to um, uh, loyalty and is uh, likelihood to recommend, right? So back to that value exchange, how many clients are willing to put their neck out there and recommend you to a, to a friend or family member, yeah. right? I think that's really important. And then two, just general engagement, right? So, you know, how often are they interacting with us in various channels um, and things like that? Okay. Great. What's the next big thing that you're working on at Bank of America for customer loyalty? What's what's the next big thing uh, for you know yeah. your approach? Yeah, Mark, I, I'm glad you asked this question because uh, this weekend we're actually launching two new tiers in our preferred rewards program. So we're launching a one million dollar tier and a ten million dollar tier. Right. So we're really focused on the high net worth and ultra high net worth space. And in those tiers, of course, clients will get enhanced banking and investing benefits, right? So you'll see them, they'll get, um, you know, uh, better mortgage discounts. They'll get better HELOC discounts. Many of them will be getting a, a Merrill guided investing uh, discount for the first time. They'll get more fee waivers and things like that. But they'll also get to that point I was making earlier, lifestyle benefits, Right. And really yep. think of that as two things, as I mentioned, sort of, you know, uh, discounts at luxury retailers, health and wellness, security, uh, you know, aviation, travel, things like that. Um, and then also curated bespoke experiences that only they can get uh, for being a member. Right. So. We're super excited. Research has told us that having these lifestyle benefits is really important yep. to this segment. Um, so we're super excited about launching that this weekend. Uh, we're sort of going through a, a staggered approach across all our different platforms. We've already sort of communicated a, you know, a coming soon message to our clients and they'll be getting, you know, sort of a, a, a welcome package with uh you know, information on their new tier and the benefits and a brochure and things like that at the beginning of December. 
So okay. it's really hot off the presses and we're, we're really excited about that. And there's a huge opportunity for us as well too, right? We have, you know, we have, uh, certainly we have, we have competition in that space with other uh, banks and financial providers and brokerage firms that, that operate in that space. Yeah. But also we have a ton of opportunity within our own business. We have, you know, over a million wealth management clients who don't bank with us. Right. And we want them to bank with us because when they bank with us, they deepen their relationship and we can provide them even even better and more valuable services. OK, that's awesome. Looking forward to hearing how that uh, works with you, you know, within the program. I'm sure it's going to be a stellar success, uh, as I'm sure you uh, have put a lot of diligence into, uh, you know, understand their needs, interests and uh, the opportunity. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing and hearing how that uh, got, works for you guys. Thank you. Absolutely. And the last question I have is, you know, what can Loyalty 360 do as a trade association for the industry to help you and your team with regard to customer loyalty? Yeah, I think, um, you know, you guys can continue to, to provide a forum where we can connect, right, with other sort of industry leaders um, to, you know, build those bridges and, and um, you know, make those connections that help us grow and, and think about new ideas. I think, I think, you know, a lot of what you guys are doing in terms of the different forums and topics that you have out there are very relevant. And uh, I think it's good for us to hear other folks' perspectives. And I think too, you know, sometimes, you know, um, you know, we get a little wrapped up in our own environments, right? And we're just thinking about, you know, financial services from our perspective. And I think, you know, the broader base of loyalty that you guys bring to the table um, with all the different companies and industries um, is very helpful. Great. Well, thank you very much for uh, taking the time to talk to us today. It's always great to catch up with you and uh, get a perspective on what Bank of America is working on. And I uh, appreciate everything you do for the industry as well. All right. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. Absolutely. And thank you everyone for listening today. Make sure you join us back uh, again soon for another edition of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty Series. Have a wonderful day. Thanks.